After talking to Mr Haumaha, I wanted to find out more about the pilot programme called the Maiti Whangai Alternative Resolutions Enhanced Model. Rosemary went out to Terunanga o Taranaki ki te upuko o te Amawi office in Lower Hutt, where she met a 17-year-old Hutt Valley teenager who, for the first time, has been in trouble with the law. Crow Stone Napier is a participant in the Mighty Whangai, which is part of the Iwi Police Strategy Turning Over the Tide, a scheme designed to reduce the prosecution rate among Māori by 25% by 2018. The 17-year-old has been mentored by members of Te Nui and is now on a month-long farming apprenticeship thanks to the Mighty Whangai, which he has mixed feelings about. It's pretty gathering the way I got into it, into this sort of opportunity. From stealing the car really it should be a consequence, not a privilege. Kilda, my name's Chris Anipia. I'm from Natipuru, Natikanu Kitawaro and Dogfakata. I stole a car. Got arrested the night that I stole it and then they gave me diversion to come to this. I stole it from Stokes Valley at about one o'clock. Two o'clock in the morning, and me and a couple of some of the boys we were just going for a drawer, just sort of bored really. There was nothing else to do at early hours in the morning, and we were walking home, so we thought we'd just steal a car. What's happened since incident? Made me realise that other people's properties, they work hard for it, seen their faces when. I said sorry to them. They look pretty shit at me. What have you learnt, you know, as part of this programme? Oh, they just gave me a second chance. We caught I'll just got a criminal conviction. We this programme they gave me a second chance. We just talked about what happened and how could we fix it or how could we how could it be resolved? And um, what future I have, pretty much. If we look at where to from here for you, um, what what's going to happen is you get a placement on a farm near up in um, Whanganui. So, because you love farming, yeah. talk to me about that. Oh, just oh, when my nan passed away, I stayed up there with my kura for a bit, and just going out every day with his dogs, just. Got me interested in farming, and ever since then, just never looked back on farming. I just always wanted to do it, even though I came from the city. What is it about farming that you love? Just everything, scenery, it's fun, and it's just different. There's no, oh, really, there's no trouble out there. Whanganui farmer Tafi Churchin of Ngāti Tama has come down to the Taranaki Whanui Māori Transport Office to meet with Cruz and talks him through some of what he'll be doing. You're going to be um, actually quite needed because you're going to be helping with, with uh, the docking so you're not just going up there just to fill in time or to look busy. or <laughs> so it's, it's real work. And um, it, it's no different from anyone else that would be employed on a farm going to do casual work on a station in the docking season. So I think that's, that's a good introduction to you for the first week because you're like, put in the deep end and that's the better way to, to do it. And from, 
from your point of view, I think you need to experience farming for really what it is. It, it is a that is a full time job when when you got the busy time of the year on, and uh, I think you'll enjoy that. With re, with regards to what problems you may have had in the city here in Wellington, that means nothing when you get, go into the country. It's what it's what you do out on the farm that counts. So no one's going to prejudge you or have any any concerns about. Uh, that at all, so you just got to go up there, be yourself, and um, help as best you can. And what you don't know, ask. And what you need to be told, they'll tell you. So you don't have to worry about nothing. And um, you're a big, strong boy. <laughs> You'd be just ideal for doctor. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Tuffy Churton, and I'm from Wanganui. So many Maori have moved into the cities, and. The future um, workforce for the New Zealand agriculture industry really has to be coming from the cities. And the Runanga here at, over here at Waiwatu has a very um, unique situation in that with all the people that are around here, there is a huge catchment of potential uh, young people to be able to be involved in the um, agriculture industry. So as a farmer, I, I know that there is the shortage of labour I also saw that there was a way to reconnect Mary back with their land is through um, a programme such as this. It's a start and we'll see where it all leads to. So Cruz is um, spending, is it about a month with you? Yes, he's going to spend one month as, a, as, as an initial, basically a trial month. So talk to me about the type of landscape your farm is. Uh, we're, we're our, I have two farms in Wanganui and our main farm, which is a hill country uh, station of approximately 3,000 odd acres with some other land that's adjoining it. It actually boundaries onto the national park. So where we sit, there's roughly 10,000 acres around our property. So when you go there, it's it's like you're going into your own own world. The advantage of living up there is you're getting back to true New Zealand, and true New Zealand is is the uh, well, I suppose the ruggedness of the the bush and in the isolation and being out in the country. And for a lot of uh, young people, and particularly Maori, that can be quite a, a healing process. And the city's, city's a great place, there's no doubt about it. And for me, the city's a great place to visit. I couldn't actually live in the city. And um, the country life, particularly with backcountry and on stations, the advantage for a lot of these young people is that reconnection back to the, um, back to the land. I wanted to ask you, you had told Cruz about the fact that you're not interested in knowing what his past was. All you want to know is that he can do the job. Yeah, and I think, I think that's, that's largely how farming, farming people think and country people think. We're, we're not really interested in what may have happened in the city or what didn't happen in the city. What, what really interests us is that he has a, um, an interest in farming and, and is able to assist with, with farming, and that's that's really why we live in the country, because we are farmers, we're sheep and cattle farmers, and we've got a job to do. And these young fellows, if they are able to assist assist with farming, then um, there is definitely a future there for them. And it may not, it may, it may be a future that leads to something else, but it's definitely a, a start in life in the right direction. What's your expectation, or what's your hope for Cruz? Um, my expectation, and I've only, you know, had a brief. Meeting. meeting with him and shook, shook his hand and said hello to him. Um, to me, I'd say he's he's a big, strong-looking young fella, <laughs> so I wouldn't say he's weak. Um, I, I think he'd be a great help.
and I think he's probably a little bit apprehensive of what he's going to do and what expectations of him and I think that it'll soon fast disappear when he realises that he is a help and so his, his um, first week I've got planned out for him um, I'm actually sending him up to another farm and he's going up there this week because they're starting their docking and so they're short of some people up there to help with the docking and uh, I've arranged for him to go up there and stay up there for the week to help with their docking and so he's basically going up there to work on a farm just like anybody else with so I think that knowing that he's actually needed and wanted I think that's a good start. Cruz Stone Napier is one of more than 50 people to be referred by police through turning of the tide to Terunanganui o Taranaki Whanui. The chairperson of the Runanga, Neville Baker, says the majority of those people have made positive changes in their lives, including Cruz Stone Napier. He's a very good example of a young Māori boy who has left school at 15, has um, tried to find his own destiny, but on the way through has obviously gone down a slightly wrong trail. He, he's a good example of someone who, if given an opportunity, and, and that for myself is, is actually an inspirational thing. And if we can start to develop a way forward where people can achieve things that is part of their own desire, then we can be very successful. How many people have passed through this program so far? Yeah, we've probably got around 70, um, and by the time we get to the end of um, November, we'd hope to have seen over 100 young people. The, the model itself is all about sharing our culture, sharing what we see as a vision that is mutual uh, between the people that we talk with and ourselves, but more particularly sharing with people uh, the chance for them to actually set some personal goals with their whānau and to achieve those goals. And part of the um, way in which we operate is we put everything in place to help them put together a plan that can actually get them to where they want to be. Superintendent Wally Homaha, the General Manager of Māori, Pacific and Ethnic Services for the Police, sees the model being run by members of Te Runanganui o Taranaki Whanui, which includes Te Atiawa Iwi, could be rolled out in Avarohe or regions. It's one that we've been searching for for a long, long time. And I think the key uh, principles that drive the success uh, currently of this program is the fact that we've got strong leadership. We've got a good chairperson uh, on the Runanga who oversees uh, pre-charge warnings, all the alternative resolution um, areas, and that's um, Neville Baker. We've got an absolute uh, strong supporter in Dr. Karapukatapu, who Kara, in terms of his acumen, his skills, his knowledge, um, are, are fantastic. And he sits at the National Forum with the Commissioner, both he and Neville. The leadership at that level is excellent. The infrastructure, which I believe is the, one of the most important things, is that iwi have to have the infrastructure, uh, they have to have the capacity and they have to have the capability, along with other government agencies supporting that capability and capacity, to drive these programs. How should they support? 
I think uh, there's, there's a few uh, areas. W- with the New Zealand Police, we don't f- support by way of funding. But to alter the processes that I've just talked about and work in closely with the infrastructure and the capability that the Runanga has, we can work with them from, from uh, arrest, the, the procedure of arrest, right through to the outcome and getting a much different result than what it looked like traditionally. So we provide our time, our effort, changing the process, working and supporting the interventions. Other government agencies have funding to fund that resource and to make sure that it's long-term sustainable and that we don't light these fires and then suddenly they sort of peter out after a, after a short term. This, for me, is the long game. 17-year-old Cruz Stone Napier believes the program he's part of, the Mighty Whangai, a pilot program under Turning of the Tide, will help many rangatahi or young people, far more than if they went through the court system. You don't want young people going into like jail and doing PD and stuff. Um, Doesn't teach them anything? Nah, not really. Just They just, I reckon that they think they're, they're all that because they've been to jail. But really, I reckon it's just dumb.